Coke and Pepsi are being sued for lying. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Parts of Houston were brought to a standstill last week as hundreds of schools, restaurants, universities, and even the zoo were closed. The chaos was caused by a massive water main break that led to a system-wide boil notice. The large pipe carries nearly 50% of the city's water and was damaged by a contractor, causing flooding so deep that drivers had to be rescued from their vehicles. The Houston Chronicle reports the pipe was installed 35 years ago, and the mayor pointed to aging infrastructure as the primary cause of the breach. About two weeks ago, the American Society of Civil Engineers released a report warning that the U.S. is underinvesting in water infrastructure and that every day there are 850 water main breaks in North America, a significant increase over the past six years. The rupture lowered water pressure in areas throughout Houston, leading its health department to order restaurants without water to cease operations immediately. The break also caused problems at medical facilities. After two days, water pressure was restored and Houston residents no longer needed to boil their water. There are plans to drill for oil in an area of Africa's Congo Basin that contains the world's largest tropical peatlands, and that could have serious global impacts. The Guardian reports that the peatlands were discovered about five years ago and cover an area larger than England. A paper published in the journal Nature estimated they sequester the equivalent of three years of global fossil fuel emissions, making this area of Africa one of the greatest carbon sinks on the planet. Global Witness, a human rights an environmental organization says that if the peatlands are drained and drilled, it could release as much carbon dioxide as Japan emits annually. An environmental impact study for the project was done almost entirely before the recent discovery of the peatlands and contains no analysis of the risk from drilling. According to scientists, preserving the peatlands is absolutely essential if there's any hope of meeting the Paris Climate Agreement goals. Large ocean currents of circulating water, called gyres, appear to be moving closer to the Earth's poles, which could have consequences for sea level rise and marine ecosystems. A recent study finds the gyres have been creeping by about a half mile each year since the 1980s. There are eight major ocean gyres, three in the Atlantic, three in the Pacific, and one each in the Indian and Antarctic Oceans. E&E News reports that as they move, they can alter marine ecosystems and fisheries and influence weather patterns. The study suggests that the migrating gyres may already be linked to changes in the movement of hurricanes and atmospheric currents like the jet stream. Sea levels are higher than average in the middle latitudes like the U.S. East Coast, which has largely been explained by regional warming patterns. And this study suggests the movement of ocean gyres may also play a role. Ocean gyres are primarily driven by strong winds blowing over the surface of the sea, and some of these wind patterns have also shifted toward the poles in recent years. As the atmosphere warms, it can affect the circulation of air around the globe. Coke and Pepsi are being sued for lying about their products' recyclability and for clogging up the oceans with millions of tons of waste. Earth Island Institute filed a suit in California last week, claiming that those two companies and seven others, including Nestle, knowingly polluted the oceans while misleading the public. According to Vice News, the complaint against the company says they have fundamentally lied by promoting recycling as the solution to plastics pollution because so little plastic actually gets recycled. 
The lawsuit notes that 8 to 20 million tons of plastic ends up in the world's oceans every year and that much of it can be traced back to these few companies. Earth Island says the average person ingests about 5 grams of plastic each week, roughly an amount the size of a credit card. The lawsuit seeks to stop the companies from putting more plastics into the economy and to end their deceptive labeling. In addition, the complaint says the companies should be forced to clean up the mess they've made. The court action is believed to be the first of its kind and follows a rising public outcry about plastics pollution, especially in the oceans. Recent research shows that only about 10% of plastic is reprocessed into new products and the rest is discarded. And finally, the Svalbard Global Seed Vault is located far above the Arctic Circle in Norway. It's the world's largest backup of seeds and was designed to protect crop diversity in the event of global catastrophe like nuclear war, pandemic, or natural disaster. Dubbed the Doomsday Vault when it was built in 2008, the seed bank is also seen as a hedge against climate change. Experts say we get about 60% of our calories from three main crops— corn, wheat, and rice, all of which could be vulnerable to the impacts of global warming, according to U.S. News. Last week, the vault got a big deposit. In a ceremony attended by Norway's prime minister, seeds from 35 gene banks from seven continents arrived, bringing the total number of preserved seed samples to over a million. One of those depositors was the Cherokee Nation, the first U.S. indigenous tribe to place seeds in the vault. Forbes reports that the Cherokee Nation banked nine samples of heirloom seeds, including the tribe's most sacred corn used in important cultural activities. Pat Gwynn of the Cherokee Nation told NPR that their lands in Oklahoma's Tornado Alley are prone to weather extremes ranging from severe drought to floods, which could wipe out their community seed bank. Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr. said in a news release that the vault will also preserve Cherokee culture and history, adding that by participating, there will always be a part of his nation in the world. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.